He's kind of a cedar. Yep, I'm recording my podcast. He's a cedar. First one. You're listening to Table for Two Podcast with Bailey and Sam. The lady's Sam. like, ma'am, you need to sit down. Grab a glass and take a seat. Can, Can I just get another sugar room? Hello, we are back. <laughs> back. After a little bit of an intermission, we are here and recording again. <laughs> and we are together. We're in Vegas. I honestly don't even remember the last time we recorded together in person literally when we first started <laughs> literally like I and can't we, even think of I feel like whenever we're together too like we try to do new content and we mm-hmm. try and we never even get a new episode out so I know I remember when we first like launched the podcast we tried to record it seven million different <laughs> ways including on our phones sound record app and yeah. inside your mom's car. Like, we tried Oh my everything. gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> we probably recorded eight hours and we used uh, none of it. So. Not one episode. <laughs> so hopefully that's not like today. We've came a long way. Yeah. And it's been a minute. A lot has changed. A lot, a lot has happened since last time we recorded. Um, and I feel like on this podcast, we just like to be honest. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like we're just going to give some life updates. Mm -hmm. And then we do have some of my friends here with us too. Um, They're going to be joining us in a little bit, but my best friend Brooke is here. And then we do have her friend Jojo, who is like a relationship expert to answer some of our questions. So we need all the help we can get. (laughs) We, We do. So in the month of February was a little rough for me. <laughs> um, I got COVID and I am newly single. Yeah. It's so crazy. I, I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like really with everything having to do with that, I really felt like I was just blindsided. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my whole life has changed in a month. Like in the last month, like so many things have changed and I don't know. I just felt like the whole thing with the relationship, I kind of didn't want to say anything on the podcast because I, I think that we do like to be real, but I also wanted to respect his privacy and I needed to just give it a minute because I was not okay. You were like going through it. Yeah, and I feel like it was something that was so new to me too. Like I had never really gone through a breakup like that and I've never really been that close to anyone before. And I felt like when it happened, it was such a shock and I really, like I had no idea. I I remember sitting there thinking like, I don't know how this gets better. Like Mm -hmm. I can't see it getting better. I can't see anything. I, I don't know. I was just completely in shock. And I feel like looking back on it, I wish that there was something that I could have read or listened to, or, you Mm -hmm. know, something like a podcast to help me get through it. But honestly, I feel like with that happening, I have learned so much just in the past few weeks. Mm -hmm. And I really do have the best friends. Like I have you, I have Chelsea, I have Brooke, I have all of my coworkers, my boss, like such amazing people. And then my family, like my family is just the best. I could Mm -hmm. not, I could not have done it without all of them. Mm -hmm. So it was rough though. Like I think that the first, 
by no means am I saying I'm over it, but I think that the first two weeks were the hardest on me. But I feel like within this time, I've done a lot of reflecting and I do feel like I've learned so much about myself mm-hmm. and I've learned so much about what I want in a relationship and you know what I don't want in a relationship. Well, what I was going to say is I think like it's so important to like to have a relationship that you've at least learned from and mm-hmm. you can take away something for because otherwise all of that time is just wasted time and yeah. wasted energy and wasted feelings. Like mm-hmm. the fact that you learned so much and you have so much that you can take away at least you have a benefit. You know what I mean? Whereas you could have walked away from it and had, like, it's your own choice. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like to reflect and to, like, do self-reflection and also just, like, Mm -hmm. think about the relationship and, like, really do all of that, like, digest all of that and talk Mm -hmm. to people about all of that, that's important. Because if you just ignore it and you, Mm -hmm. like, move past it without, like, realizing all those life lessons, then I feel like it's a waste of time. You know what I mean? Of your own time. Yeah, I feel like the reason that it was so shocking was because I felt like we were so close. Like, it wasn't just, like, a fling. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I pretty much lived with him. I stayed with him six nights a week. Like, I thought we were best friends. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he would always say that he would pride... Like, he would pride himself on being so loyal and, like, I'm the most loyal guy out there. And maybe in in... like the cheating perspective, right. he's loyal, right. but not when it comes to this. Like that's mm-hmm. not loyalty. In general, looking back, I feel like um, when you're in it so deep, you don't really see a lot of the problems. Mm-hmm. But I do think that we were different. I think that things that I wanted, he necessarily wasn't willing to give mm-hmm. and he didn't want to. And I think at the end of the day, I mean, I'm the first to admit I'm flawed, I'm imperfect, I have insecurities. I I was wrong in a lot of things that mm-hmm. I did. But yeah. I also think that in knowing that and in learning that, I think that what I want is a life partner. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's someone who is going to stick, stick it out. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, through thick and thin. And I felt like... A lot of times in our relationships, if, you know, I got upset and he didn't like that I was getting upset about something, he felt as if it was work. He was like, there was, I felt like there was always something that -hmm. I had to work on and he always wanted to work at it. But a relationship is work. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I don't know. I just think that I, at the end of the day, gave everything that I could and I felt like I was willing to do everything and he just wasn't. And he wasn't willing because he said he had already you know, tried and he didn't see anything getting better. But, you know, to me, that's just not really seeing it through. That's Mm -hmm. like, you know, I tried for two months and well, didn't work. So see you later. You know, that's Mm -hmm. not really seeing it through. And I think that honestly, it is a good thing that this happened after only seven months Mm -hmm. because I want someone who is going to see it through. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've talked to my family and I've talked to my friends and you know, you're, you're different at 25 than you are at 35 than you are at 45. You need someone who, I need someone who's going to adapt, someone who's going to be like, at the end of the day, I love you at your core, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever else we can figure it out. And, um, you know, I mean, I feel like they even talked about that on the last episode of The Bachelor when mm-hmm. he was like, I talked to my mom. I might have been the last episode, but mm-hmm. like the one before that. And he was like, I talked to my mom. And the one thing that stuck out was that she said, just remember, like, feelings fade. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to go with someone that, like, you may not, like, feelings 
fade. You need, like you said, to have like a life partner, someone that's just going to stick it through. Like your Mm -hmm. personality might change. Like your physical appearance might change. Your job might change. Your, you know, sometimes you might be really high maintenance. Other times you might be really low maintenance. Like life throws so many things at you. And Mm -hmm. I feel like you always have to look past that and like actually choose someone that you can at the end of the day, like tolerate and like be friends with and I think you know that, what I mean like the love has to be there another life lesson that I learned is I always you know I always thought that when I would look at my future and and see my husband I don't I don't want it to sound shallow but I just want like I was like oh my gosh it's so nice if you know they can provide for the family yeah mm-hmm. buy you this or take you on trips and blah 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 and I felt like with those things, he always took care of me, mm-hmm. but that's not what I needed. Like I would mm-hmm. give it all back to have his time and to have like his love. And I never felt loved mm-hmm. really. Like I never <clears throat> truly felt like I was loved. And I feel like, you know, even though he kind of ended it, I, I look back and I remember even saying to him one day, I was like, do you want to date me? Like, do you want to be yeah. in a relationship with me? Because I literally felt like a wall. Yeah. Like I was just there. And that's, that's not, not, that's not, a good not sign. it. That is yeah. not a yeah. good sign. And I don't think that I, sh- I should have mm-hmm. been okay with that. You know, yeah. like if you have to ask someone if they want to date you, like that's really hurtful. So mm-hmm. I do think that looking back, I see more things clearly now mm-hmm. and, um, I think that it probably was for the best. Yeah. But it doesn't make it any easier. Easier. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take any of the pain away and all of the memories and all of those things. So I think that it really just takes time. Mm-hmm. It really does. But this was like the first heartbreak yeah. that I've ever gone through. And you you know, like yeah. you've never I've never seen you like that. And it like made me so sad, obviously, but I feel like I didn't even know how to be there for you because like I didn't even know the right words to say. And that's why part of the reason I came out here because I was like, I feel like I just want to be with you. And like, even if we're just sitting at home and like you're sad and we're watching movies and we're eating popcorn or just like doing the bare minimum, we are in our pajamas all day long. I was like, I feel like the best way I can be there for you is to just be with you. And I feel like that also kind of attests to like both of our love languages too, because it's not like I'm just sending you a care package. Like, yes, yeah. if, if, and like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If that's mm-hmm. what I could do, that's what I could do. And I still think that's great. But it's like, I think we both prioritize spending time mm-hmm. and like, you know, making that a priority. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, all you can do is kind of say like, this is how I feel loved the most. And this is, you know, what I need. And if someone can't do that, it's not that they're a bad person. It's just like, I just wanted quality time and I just wanted to feel loved. And if someone is not willing to do that, right, then it's just not, you know, the one doesn't mean they're a bad person. I feel like I'm so thankful for him and I'm so grateful for all the memories, but I feel like I just didn't really see it getting better, but it does get better. And Mm -hmm. I, like, I think you even said this, you're like, I feel like my best self when you're single. Like you feel like your best self. Mm -hmm. I don't know about that for me, (laughs) like not yet, but I signed a lease for my first apartment. That's so exciting. So I'm so excited about that. I 
work has been just so busy and I feel like everything has just been going so amazing at work and I love my job and I genuinely love going into work every day Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's so important. I've, you know, been hanging out with my friends more and being more active and I feel like those are the things that I should have been doing as well. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes I just feel like you get in so deep and I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, last year life was a little bit different with COVID and everything too. So, yeah, I felt like we just kind of spent a lot of time together and then when real life happened, you know, things are different. So I think that even going into my next relationship or even whatever it is, these are valuable life lessons that I can take with me. And I feel like, you know, yeah. when I love and I care about someone, I kind of just go all in and I dive dive in. But I feel like it's important not to lose yourself in the process. I think that's like the biggest thing that like people do that mm-hmm. is such a mistake. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's so hard to do. And I totally understand because yeah. I feel like even I like, who, yeah. I feel like I preach that so much, but it's like happened to me and it may mm-hmm. not be to the you know, I feel like even with you, it's not like a crazy degree where you mm-hmm. have lost your friends. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you have to remember to live your own life too. Yeah. Especially 100%. when it's not your life partner necessarily or you mm-hmm. don't know if it's your life partner yet because it's like you don't want to sacrifice everything you have going on in your own life mm-hmm. and like revolve your life around them when you haven't even made that commitment yet. Right, You know 100%. what I mean? 100%. Because I feel like once you are married, your life is automatically together now. Like a lot of decisions, a lot of friends, a lot of things are going to be together. But you should still have your own life, but Uh like your life is now shared. I feel like that's one of the hardest things in a relationship too. And I feel like we can even ask Jojo when we bring her in. But Mm -hmm. I feel like when you like when it clicks from the beginning and you like are falling in love with someone so fast, it's hard not to like, it's hard to take a step back and still like have your own life and not be with them 24 seven because it's new and it's, it's fun and it's exciting and you want to be with them all the time. But I think it's so important to at the end of the day, like live your own life and, Mm -hmm. you know, have, have your priorities too. Mm -hmm. Cause I think the priorities can get, you know, lost in there. Mm -hmm. On that note, should we bring in her in? Yes. We should bring them both in. Like. Yes, let's bring them both in. I feel okay. like this is Jerry Springer. <laughs> should we bring out the father? Okay. <laughs> okay. I literally feel like that's Jerry Springer. Okay, so we have Jojo here. And introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. We have Brooke here, too. We're a table for four. It's, yeah. it's a, a, a big, <laughs> big circle Say we have going. The, Hi, listeners. my name is Jojo. So I am 32. I'm currently single. So I've been dating on the online scene probably since I was 26. And I just have a fascination for observing humans. So I That's think right. my best uh, take from it is just if a situation ever happens, the way I cope from it is just analyzing why might a person do what they do, right? So it's a better way of moving on and and not really dwelling on a situation that might not have worked in your favor. Um, mm-hmm. So I just love helping and analyzing humans. So that's kind of the best way to describe myself in a little nutshell. Yes. You have such a relaxing voice. You do. I feel like you're meant to be on like a radio <laughs> station or you something. Were, I was literally just saying that. I was like, Allie, doesn't she have the best like podcast voice? I know. I, I feel her. like you're so calming. Like oh, I came over to Brooks one night and I remember I was, I was sad <laughs> and Jojo was here and you just like changed my whole mindset and you made me feel so much better. <laughs> and no, yeah. I just saw how, how you were still grieving and I can, for me, I always just like helping people 
people feel better and uh-huh. like I would never want anyone to like feel I hate feeling sad so I just want to find a way to make you feel better about yourself right so mm-hmm. grieving is an important part but grieving and also understanding what you might have experienced is also just just as important because yeah. then if you don't learn anything then what are you doing right that's what we yeah, were just we saying just said, like oh. it's so important like from a relationship to know what you need to take from it mm-hmm. and I feel like you can choose to just walk away and yeah. not like process those emotions or not process you know what happened or what went wrong or you can choose to like learn from it and like really dissect your behavior, mm-hmm. the, your mm-hmm. partner's behavior, yeah, and then everything you could have, you know, and done better or you would have wanted more. Yeah. And even just outside of dating, like, just as a human being to, like, always be trying to strive to, mm-hmm. like, analyzing what did I do in this situation and totally. what could I have done better uh-huh. um, and being self-aware. Not everyone's self-aware. And that's, like, the biggest take that I learned mm-hmm. from, like, dating is some people are just not self-aware. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they come with baggage. And baggage is perfectly fine. Everyone comes with baggage. But uh-huh. if not, they're self-aware with their baggage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you're adding on to someone else's plate and they right. don't need mm-hmm. that. So, right. Yeah. 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 Especially if you're not willing to, like, work through it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do you think is the most common reason that relationships fail? (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Tell us everything. I'm not an expert, but I just feel like from what I know and from what I've heard, like we said, we we know so many people that are going through breakups right now. Yeah. And I think that... Like, communication is a huge one. That, and I feel like COVID kind of expedited that, though, as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, you're put in a scenario where you're now stuck with your person, um, and your flaws are coming out because technically everyone thrives on their identity of having some kind of source of income, whether or not it's stripped of their identity because they don't have a job. Mm-hmm. Now they're stuck with this person that, like, they didn't realize that all these, like, things that they didn't know that they signed up for um, are coming out, and it's kind of like exaggerating it a lot more and expediting that and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they maybe they didn't even know who they were dating in the first place Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. on the reverse side that also brought maybe a lot of people together as well yeah because that only like you only find like some some great um connection with the struggles that you have with your person Mm -hmm. so it's a catch-22 I think it's really just compatibility and being aware of if this is the person I want to share my life with especially if I'm stuck with them in a house for like god knows how long yeah yeah um I think it's really just bringing it to the forefront of whether or not someone's really compatible for you so communication compatibility though compatibility and are we in the same journey that we thought we were before COVID yeah now now we're in COVID I lost Mm -hmm. my job I don't even know who I am anymore Mm -hmm. am I still that person that you thought I was before all this shit happened yeah Mm -hmm. so it's crazy too to think that like Everybody always says, like, yeah, like, relationships and whatnot aren't working because of COVID because people aren't meant to be together so Mm -hmm. much. Like, you aren't meant – you're supposed to go to work or you're supposed to get out of the house or whatever. When you think about it, at the end of the day, when you retire or when you have no kids and, Mm -hmm. you know, know, you're not working or whatnot, you're going to be with that person just as much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, actually, it might have really showed you. My, you know what I mean? Yeah. My friend, she is like newly married. Like they've only been married two years. And she was like, I literally am going to miss 
this time that I had with him. So I'm like, wow, that is true love. Like she was like, we would wake up and have breakfast every morning and you know, he would do his work and I would do mine, but we would still be in the same house. And she's like, it's still so new and so fresh, but she was like, I am going to miss not being with him 24 seven. So I think for some people, they probably loved it. And other people are like, I'm filing for divorce (laughs) tomorrow. So I think you said it too, to me a couple months ago, you were like, no one was their best self this last year mm-hmm. and I think that probably like brought up a ton of problems too because like yeah. I mean it's fine if one person is struggling and you get through it but then it's like if both people are struggling it yeah. just makes the situation so much worse and really it's just overcoming that because if you don't necessarily have the tools to be successful or at least self-aware that maybe hey we need a therapist to kind of just like walk mm-hmm. us through this mm-hmm. journey because I still see the value in keeping this together then yeah you're stuck in a room with them, like, for so long. Yeah. 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 And I also think it's, like, so important to know who you are and for both people to have, like, a strong sense of who they are as people because I feel like sometimes that's why relationships fail too. Yeah. Because they may not, like, even if you don't know your values or just, like, so many core principles about yourself because I feel like that's even with me mm-hmm. like sometimes it's like if I haven't done the work that I need to do on my own yeah. it's really hard to like work through that with somebody else we're just like growing too because knowing that I won't be the same person you dated five years ago mm-hmm. right do you still like me now we Is yeah still- we literally were just saying that too we're like <laughs> you're gonna be different yeah at 25 than you are at 35 and yeah. 45 and 55 but mm-hmm. I mean the one thing is do you not only love that person, but do you like them? Yeah. Because you have to like who they are, mm-hmm. yeah. too. You might not always like them, yeah. but you have to like who they are at the core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which you've mentioned before in the past, Brooke has mentioned, um, you've mentioned how, in the end of the day, like, a person won't completely change. Like, they are who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the best piece of advice my parents ever gave me, which they've been married for, like, like 35 years now Mm, Um, my mom was like we fight about the same stuff we fought about when we were dating (laughs) she's like we literally fight about the same stuff like I don't Uh give him enough attention or like (laughs) he's annoyed with me and she was like you will literally probably fight about the same stuff that you fight about when you were dating than when you're married because people I think they can change a little bit but at the end of the day I think we're all probably who we are fundamentally yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. like that's not going to change like we might change jobs or we might change past or something but like fundamentally like our values and like who we are that is who you are yeah mm-hmm. so that's so interesting yeah mm-hmm. that was literally my next question is do you think people can change and should you want people to yeah hmm. I mean we're always changing right so like I would always want my partner to be changing to a degree like challenging themselves and kind of having new goals but like change are you asking about change and compromise or well we were actually talking about it too because I don't know if we read something or if we heard it somewhere Uh, it was like is there a difference between change and compromise mm -hmm. and what is most important and like what is more reasonable because like Brooke said to ask someone to change like a core value about themselves it might not happen Mm -hmm. but you know a compromise Mm -hmm. is two people trying to figure it out yeah we were just mentioning yeah yeah we were talking about that because change is a compromise to some degree too Mm -hmm. so it's a very tough cookie situation Mm -hmm. yeah a compromise is like 
hey, like, I don't like how you do this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But change is like, I don't like, I can't even, like, your political values might be a swaying thing where you can't really change someone's, like, yeah. political values. That's just kind of who right. they are. Right. And if you're expecting someone to change that deep core value of them, it's like probably family not, values. Yeah, family yeah. values. Do you want to have kids? Mm-hmm. How many kids do you want? Yeah. yeah. Do you, What kind of school do you want the kids to be in? Or, like, even just, like, can you open the door for me when I'm walking through? Some mm-hmm. guys just don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I've had guys that don't want to do that. And it's like those are the things you don't want to have to ask them. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's like almost in that moment, it's like it's not worth having them change. But I also think it's important to let people know like mm-hmm. if there's things you are missing out on or if there's things you want. But it's like at the end of the day, that's why I feel like it's important, so important to do self-work and to like mm-hmm. be the person who you are when you're coming into a relationship. Yeah. Because yeah. then it's like you're giving everything. Like this is not on the table. Like yes, there might be small little things like if you guys want to yeah. cook together more or if you want to do this or that. But like if you are completely who you are, a lot of those things – like, you just know that's who you are. You know what I mean? You're bringing yeah. your best self to the table. Well, yeah. But you will change. But and then you yeah. out people who don't want that. Mm-hmm. Like, when you bring yeah. them to the table, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of, like, the guys that I've dated in the past. Like, there's... Never mind. I'm not going to mention him. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Everyone... You can Google him. He just had oh, a really gosh. bad date and then sued the date. That's all I'm saying. <gasps> what? Sued? Wow, Jojo, you gotta tell us. Yeah, I feel like I need That's to know. That's the craziest thing I ever Gosh. heard. Okay. And if he ever hears this, whatever. Um, well, so <laughs> I, 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 I don't think he's one of our followers. <laughs> I, I could be wrong, but you can Google him if you really were interested in this particular person. But long story short, I, I was talking to this person, and, and after talking to him for a while, he mentioned that he was he is someone you can Google, and I don't necessarily remember exactly how it was brought up, but. Basically, he went on a date. The date did not go well. The girl was just texting while they were on a date. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she said, hey, like, I'm just going to go out and, like, text my friend real quick. And he's like, okay. Then she never came back. Mm-hmm. So he decided to sue her for the price of the ticket. Of what? The of the movie? Of the movie ticket. So, like, it was, like... Probably eight like dollars. Yeah. Oh my god! Isn't that cost more to, to sue, sue someone? someone? It totally I, does. Yeah. Eight dollar ticket. You, you can look it up. It's just he the... did do it. He's all over. He was all over like the news, and that was he was like the the day of the news, like on CNN. He probably just wanted America. to make the news. Yeah. He just wanted. He did to... it for the clout. Yeah. yeah. He just kind of just thought it was hilarious, honestly. So he did it. And did and he win? I think, <laughs> I think he let did it he go, get the eight dollars? I think there was, like, a clip of him just, like, meeting up with her and just being, like, okay, fine, I forgive you. Like, something on the lines of that. But, like... I've heard of guys, like, yeah. Venmo requesting the girl, that's like, for the cost. <laughs> Wait, that's... Really? That yeah. happened to one of my friends that, like, they Venmo requested her the cost after she, like, dumped him. She was, like, I don't want to do this anymore. And he was, like, okay. And then the next time she heard from him, it was, like, a Venmo request for, like, some dinner they went on. That was just one of our questions for, like, would you rather, and it was, would you rather have him ask you to split the bill, like, not when you're dating, just, yeah. like, maybe a first date, sure. um, or Venmo request at the and end of it. The- yeah, definitely. Yes. I mean, I think that was the majority, yeah, yeah but <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't imagine. That would annoy me. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. Annoying. That's awkward. 
Mm-hmm. I just do the gesture, and if they like don't budge, then whatever. But like, yeah, I don't want the afterthought going home and then seeing a Venmo request. That would be yeah, so that's terrible. Recently, tell me that she does like um, that. Oh my god, I have to use the restroom. I'll be right back. When she thinks the waiter is gonna bring the bill, so then there's like no awkward, and then she oh likes to gosh. see if the guy will actually like pay for it. And then if she comes back and they haven't paid for it, she's like, okay, we're not. Like, yeah this we've talked about this like so many times yeah I feel like I don't know I will offer personally like I'll offer to put my yeah, card in yeah, to down offer. but yeah. if they let me and it's the first date like unless we, I really don't know him and it's like I asked mm-hmm. him out or something but personally just with like the way I was brought up and the the kind of guy that I feel like I want mm-hmm. if he lets me I'm like yeah I probably won't We're go good. on a second yeah. date with you yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I want you to be the gentleman. So, JoJo, what is your... You said you're single. Yeah. And what was your, like, last relationship like? What are you... do? Like, are you dating now? So, I am dating. Um, in fact, last night, I was just bored and wanted to see the people that liked me on specifically on Tinder. So, I saw that I had 1,083. 1,083 people like me, and I was like... <laughs> so many likes. I don't think I've ever had <laughs> And it was on the span of, like, a month of me just, like, deleting the app and not really want to, like, invest in yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right, let, let's just see statistically how many people I actually thought were attractive. Um, <laughs> Wait, I have a question before you go into that. Yeah. How much do you have to pay? Because I actually didn't know you could do that. I also I don't have Tinder. I think but... it was, like, twenty nine ninety nine. And you get like a month or something? I think for specifically, I just did a month because I was okay, like, let me okay. just see what's going on here. And okay. you myself. get to see who likes me. Who like yeah? Who you. likes me? So who okay. like swipes on me and like hopes mm-hmm. that I swipe back? Mm-hmm. So yeah. out of those guys, I only got four. That Thank I you for me three. Yeah, and then I realized there was another one. Yeah, she that made one of them. Like, 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 yeah. yeah. like, that oh. is not a lot. It's not. Wait, what did you say the percentage? It's less than one percent. That, that feels accurate when I'm swiping. Yeah. 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 Less than 1%. I don't yeah. know about a thousand. <laughs> Three out of a thousand, that's a lot. But I feel like, though, that, like, even for us, when we mm-hmm. took over our friend Gordon's hinge, like, uh-huh. it was so hard mm-hmm. to find people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I was swiping for days, yeah. and I couldn't find anyone. And I'm yeah. a woman looking for another woman. So, <laughs> I mean, it was Yeah, we may actually be more, like, picky than Totally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. And then I and I was just mentioning it to other friends, too. I just feel like Hinge, too. I feel like the algorithm there is compromised, especially now that they have the new roses feature and you have to pay for roses. I'm oh, my just, God. I didn't know you had to pay for roses. I, know, I had to pay for roses. So it's a recent thing that they, like... Pay per rose or pay just to give roses? Pay per rose. So they give you, like, so there's a certain normal section. Uh-huh. Wait, there's... you have to pay for roses? <laughs> yes. She's like, I got 75 <laughs> roses. No, no, I literally would, like, rose these girls on Gordon's hinge. Is it linked to his card? Oh, yeah. I'm not He kidding. does have oh the upgraded God. one. It's okay. Oh no! I need to Venmo him like forty dollars now, probably. Okay. That's terrible. <laughs> I, mean, I, I didn't know. I literally was like, Rose, yes, super like, yes. I'm doing all this. I stuff. didn't even see that as an option. I'm not option. kidding. I did it to at least four women. <laughs> okay. I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't ten dollars. It wasn't like that expensive. I want to say it was maybe like two ninety nine a rose, but it's not like something I would want to invest money in. Yeah, puts me. <laughs> you're doing the math in your brain right now. About ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Seems you better get ten out of that. Oh at gosh. That point. 
Yes. But like there's a separate section for like, oh, here are the good looking people that you can pick from. Mm -hmm. Now we'll give you one complimentary rose every couple of days, days, Mm -hmm. but if you really want to keep talking to every guy, we, we, it's time for a new like rotation. You have to pay. And I'm just kind of like, they're Mm -hmm. the only good looking ones because the other guys that are in the normal like, Mm -hmm. I know this sounds just like so whatever, but I just like, I do not see myself ever getting on a dating app. I, I think, you. and Brooke, Brooke, like, agrees. Like, she hates it so much. Like, I hate it. Sarah loves it. Like, it's mm. just the thought of it. I don't know. I don't want to say if I love it, but you I literally do said last night, I would have loved it. I have a, like kind of I I, kind of attitude about dating. I think Bailey and I are more similar. I'm not kidding. Yeah. It's like, we hate dating. dating. I, and oh, yeah, I like, like dating, it, right? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm more on this end. Yeah. It's just that I'm over it now. I'm 32, but, like, yeah. I like dating apps. It's just harder in Vegas. I just don't it's know so what else is going to happen because I literally want to sit in my home. Well, we said that yeah. we just want someone to come to our house. And we want like, someone to knock on our door. Like, <laughs> but I the best know. part was I was at my parents' house the other day and their bug guy was there and I was like, Mom, I was like, your bug guy's kind of hot. The bug guy's hot. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I was like, oh, my God, I've been like, in my house too long. That is so funny. No, I was at my friend's house the other day, and their pool guy was super hot. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what must go on. I know, this is what's happened to us now. (laughs) The pool guy's hot. But yeah, uh uh. No, the dating apps are just, it's just difficult, especially like I remember um, Patty Stinger from Bravo mentioned that Vegas is also a really hard city to date in general. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think that people don't settle down as early here because Mm -hmm. it's so just transient and you have all these like hot girls coming in left and right, but is it for a long-term run? No, it's not. They're a tourist. They're just in and out, and it's just, like, Yeah. I think know. people don't have as many good family values, like, yeah, here. Yeah, I agree. So I think that's why it makes it harder. Yeah, because people aren't necessarily in the back of their mind, like, thinking, like, let me find someone to settle down with. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's not really what our, our town is based off of. So it's just so hard to date and find people that might meet the the type of mentality that I'm looking for. It's difficult. I think it's going to... But, but I kind of I really figured, I guess, but... I think it's going to be different, though. I really do. Like, when mm-hmm. things go back to normal. Yeah. I think it's going to be, like, a different scene. I... And, okay, again, this... Like, everyone's totally different, but, like, I was also... Or... How did it get brought up? You and I were, like, talking about it, or someone said, like this certain amount of time of like getting over someone and when you should move on and I feel like for some people it's different like I know people who are over it in two weeks and they're like okay great like Mm -hmm. I'm getting back on hinge and then other people wait years and I think it was your friend Brooke what did she say she's like telling us about this and I think she said it's one week for every month that you're dating yeah, that it takes to get over it. That it takes to get over it. I think it just depends. I don't. I don't know if that's true. I don't think true. you can quantify <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can. Because I just think it depends on, like... Because some people can have a year-long relationship and they didn't go as deep as somebody who went, 100%. like, four months in a relationship. Like, it just yeah. really depends. And I also yeah. think it's, like, what you've been saying. Like, it depends on how much work someone's willing to do on their se- on themselves and, like, how deep they're willing to meet themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I just... I, th- I just thought it was interesting because, like, I've heard so many different answers, yeah. and I was just interested what you think about it. It's just, it's really the grieving process. If you're not being proactive of finding a way to heal your heart and knowing what you can take back from that relationship and, like, not necessarily take back, but what you can take from that relationship and, and move forward and be mm-hmm. proactive about that, grieving is important. 
grieving the death of some connection that you had because it really is just the loss of like someone that you shared every day with even just the um like especially if you're like sexually active with them even the oxytocin that's like going through your body the moment that they like just have sex with you there was something that i was reading about is when you are sexually active with someone and they are sucking on your nipples it is the same <laughs> yes it's, it is the same oxytocin that you get from just having a child suck on your nipples oh my god it's it's, it's a it's like a it stimulates this hormone which is also like just a sexual connection that is addicting so yeah. like it, you're addicted you're addicted to this person so like when you break up and you break up deep like that you're, explains a lot yeah you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding what saying I was re, I'm gonna mess this up but like I was reading and it's like the like effects that it has on your brain like when you're dating someone in the beginning and you're just in that like happy like obsessed with them phase yeah. mm-hmm. it's like the same thing as doing like drugs and so then when mm-hmm. you're like it gives your brain the same like it's that addiction yeah and then when you're not with them anymore it's like coming down from that like high it's like a withdrawal exactly yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it's a drug so even honestly don't let them suck your nipples (laughs) wait back to the nipple sucking though (laughs) like what what did you mean about the baby so it's it's literally the same like oxytocin that's like it's it's a hormone that's released when you are literally like birthing and nursing a child like there's a hormone that connection yeah like think about how connected like a mom and a baby yeah Yeah. Yeah. and how they talk about how like breastfeeding like connects you more yeah Yeah. Yeah. so it's 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 the same kind of like your body has no distinction between one person and the other it just knows that this is being triggered right now so you get like addicted like mm-hmm. it's just science so i think that for me like those it's examples like that where i can kind of be like okay well i to some degree i was addicted to this person because we had great sex so mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. his hormones are all over in my body and now i'm withdrawing from him not being in my life not even kissing him is like some kind of exchange of hormones is now gone mm-hmm. so um yeah and it's literally sense. like your body chemicals like they say like when you have sex, like you said, mm-hmm. it's literally like science. Like you're interchanging, <laughs> like yeah, just hormones like and all those body fluid, like everything. Yeah. Like literally, part of you is like you guys are sharing each other. Yeah, and I'm that sorry is... for the twelve and under listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I might add that. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm, okay, I, I think it's 13. fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah, because even the guy that I most recently, like, broke it off with, we were probably just talking for maybe, like, two months. Mm-hmm. And I could tell that he was much different than maybe the guys that I've dated in the past because I was just more open and ready to receive love. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, he was very loving and giving, but he had to move. He has to move back to Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And we discussed long distance, and he said that he would not be able to do long distance because his uh, love language is physical touch. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, I was like, okay. And you know, I, in a couple of days after that, like I, I hung out with him and I asked him, I was like, hey, are you on the dating apps? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I just want to kind of know why. And then he said, because he honestly just does not want to fall in love with me. 
And when he told me that, I was like, all right, we can't even be friends. Like, if, if, if you're not even being genuine and present with me, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. there's no point in me wasting time of, like, being here because we're just setting ourselves up for failure and heartbreak, and it's going to get messy when you move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just broke it off. There was crying. I could tell he was probably going to cry, too. And it just called a day, and I haven't spoken to him since. And it's easy because it's only been two months, but, like, obviously it sucked at that time, like, getting over it, but, I mean, I'm still mad. I feel like that is something that is the hardest that I've had to grasp, is, like, you invest so much time with someone mm-hmm. and it's almost like a routine even if it's with you know someone that you live with yeah. like you get used to seeing them every day or it's your best friend and you know you get used to seeing their name on your phone and then you go from that to not speaking at all mm-hmm. like it is like a death like you yeah. explained it and whether that's with a relationship or a friendship or whatever mm-hmm. when someone leaves your life it's it's a death it's <laughs> yeah it's a death because now you're grieving the fact that they are no longer part of your routine and we're creatures uh-huh. of habits right you know so it's like we're addicted to this routine of just like literally waking up to them in the morning and now mm-hmm. it's no longer an option because of x y and z of like whatever led to that so mm-hmm. it's just I've been in the dating pool long enough where I can like move forward and kind of look at it as an analytical way and be like, well, this just was the time that it was supposed to be and now I can move forward. Should they come back? Great. But I'm going to keep moving forward and be the better version of myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, hey, like, oh, you came back? Cool. Well, look, I mean, even more new and improved. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. it just, I mean, either way it sucked, but <laughs> yeah. you got to move forward. Mm-hmm. There's no point in dwelling and what could have... What it could have should is only will drive you insane. And that's yeah. why I try to always stay away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we, should we move on to our next venture? Yeah, I think we can move on <laughs> to our next. I think, I think we need to give a disclosure as well that the Gordo chapter is ending. Mm-hmm. We did set him up on a pretty good date. We didn't get to, Bailey didn't get to crash it. Yeah. But there, there could be a future there. So we wish him we heard all that it the went, best. We heard that it went really well. Mm-hmm. And they, they had, had a, really a few bottles of champagne. Yeah. <laughs> they went through Red wow. Rock. They had a good time, from what I heard. And so, you guys yeah. did that. We yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. So if they get married, I hope I get an invite to the wedding. Same. <laughs> all I want to say. Same. He owes us, really. <laughs> but yes, with that being said, we are going to take over Brooks. And I think she doesn't even want us to, but <laughs> here we are, and we're doing it. But I honestly think that you would rather have us do it than even you do it. Oh, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So wait, you have a profile right now, and are we going to revamp it, oh, or no, you I don't, don't have, have anything? anything. <gasps> oh my god, Should I love I, it. I introduce myself. Like, yes. Do I need to do Give an intro. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She's two. You probably heard her voice throughout this. I know. <laughs> but here she is. Okay, hello. I'm Brooke. Um, I'm 29. Uh, I was born and raised in Las Vegas. Um, I moved away for like a couple years. I lived in London. I lived in Indiana. Um, and I'm back now. Um, I own my own business. I'm an event planner. Um, and yeah, I'm single, so I'm letting Sarah and Bailey take over my non-existent hinge so we need to make it. Um, but yeah, I'm actually excited. I hate being on dating apps, but mm-hmm. I'm excited like that you guys get to take the pressure away from me. Yeah. yeah. And like maybe send me on dates with like people I necessarily wouldn't have picked for myself, which obviously yeah. like as I'm single, I haven't picked the best. So I think it'll be good. So you fully trust us. Like if yeah, I'm do. like Brooke, date 7 p.m. Friday night at yeah. wherever, you're like, I'm I not. actually, okay, wait. I was oh, here we go. <laughs> wait, no. So I... 
Vegas is so small. Like, I think a lot of people who don't live here probably don't know that. But, mm -hmm. like, I grew up here, so I feel like there's so many people that, like, end up overlapping. And, like, everybody knows everybody. Mm -hmm. So I really don't want to date anyone I went to high school with. So if you guys can just, like, send me a screenshot before. That's understandable. <laughs> I don't want to match with anyone I went to high school with. Yeah, that's That's yeah. my only, like, um, caveat. Yeah. yeah. That's totally fine. What would you say your typical type is um like physically or everything everything okay so like physically tall dark hair um same yeah <laughs> with you there <laughs> um I feel like in the past I really went for guys that like were very like confident like um you guys don't curse on here do you you can like dick energy. Oh. Um, but I feel like that's like very um like I feel like guys that kind of act like that sometimes is like a very hollow confidence. Yeah. Um and so like as I've gotten older, I feel like I've like kind of realized like the difference between guys that act like that and then guys that are like actually confident. Mm -hmm. Um and I guess like now I just want to date somebody that's like really confident in their path in life. Like they I think like COVID messed with a lot of like plans and stuff, but I mm -hmm. think I want to date someone who like genuinely knows who they are and what they want. Yeah. And I feel like, um, like Bailey and I have, and Jojo probably have encountered a lot of guys who like say they know what they want, but they don't necessarily actually know what they want. True. Um, and I just, I guess I don't want to deal with that anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, and you just got out of a relationship not too long ago, too, right? Um, yeah, it was, like, four months ago. So. Okay. Are and, you... yeah, it was kind of, like, one of those situations where I feel like I thought we were on the same page, and mm -hmm. I really was, like, ready for a serious relationship, and I just don't think he was at a point in his life where he was ready for it. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, the old me would have, like, totally tried to, like, stick it out and be like, oh, I'll be here, like... And that was, like, the first relationship that I actually just walked away because I knew it would have, like, torn me apart trying to stay. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's, as we get older, I think it's, like, nice to see when you're, like, actually growing and, like, to be able to see that in yourself. Yeah, yeah. totally. I love that. I can't wait. I can't it's wait perfect. Our types align, so I'll know exactly I know, who to hook you up with. Yeah, I know what I'm looking for. Yeah. I feel like it. this one might be a little tougher than Gordon and um <laughs> I think that's just because and no offense to him at all but like I feel like you are really looking for like a grown-ass man yes. like mm -hmm. and yeah. I think not that Gordon was just looking for like a fling but like he's looking for the baddies he's right. looking for the hotties <laughs> of Vegas he, I don't Which know is, I think easy to find you know right yeah. right yeah. for sure so I was trying to you know make him happy in all always but right. um there wasn't it was more you know like oh she's hot let's meet at 7 surface level for a drink right. where mm -hmm. you know you want a lot of I, not that he didn't. Like, I'm not wanting it to yeah, sound totally. that way. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I, mean, I just... I also think we're in very different... He's, like, younger than me, mm -hmm. different parts of our totally. lives. Yeah. He, I think, came out of a serious, like, he mm -hmm. was really into somebody, so... Yeah. Um, I don't know. I... I see that, but yeah, I think different parts. Well, I'm so. I'm saying I'm gonna have to like chat oh, yeah, him up you, a little yeah. bit, you know. I'm not. It's not gonna be like, <laughs> hey, meet so on Friday. I'm gonna say like, <laughs> what is your life goal how here? How are you gonna do this? Because like before you were pretending to be him, kind of. I don't. Right? I don't think we should pretend. Yeah, I don't think we should. But do I that think anymore. we should be allowed to vet them. Like yeah, we'll be like, sure. this is we're a table for two. We're taking over <laughs> our friend's um, account. 
but we still need to get to know you, so give us a rundown. Yeah. And if they're not willing to do, a, like, the bare minimum of just giving us a, like, brief bio and, like, who they are, then they probably and don't I, deserve to go on a date Fair anyway. warning. <laughs> fair warning. I'm showing up. Love it. <laughs> on every day. Yes. I love that. Allie thinks, my sister thinks I'm going to get murdered on every date I go on, so I think she'll love that. You're yeah, there. it's personal <laughs> protection. Sure I don't get killed. <laughs> you will not get killed. I'll be there. Thank you. I think it's fun, and I think it's good. I think it's fun, too, and, like, honestly, I feel like dating apps are so monotonous and like if I got a message that was like hey like we're running my friends we have like an account we have a podcast like totally. I think, why not do something different like yeah that sounds fun and if they're yeah. not up for it like yeah right. I would actually be so interested if somebody did that to me yeah like I would be much more likely to respond than if they just said like yeah. hello yeah I mean it's like <laughs> a lot <laughs> and different yeah yeah so. I love it I saw on TikTok the, these girls took over their friends um account and then Basically, all the guys showed up at once, so it was like almost like a mini yeah. like bachelor. Oh, bachelor. bachelorette! Yeah. So like they would like she would like hand them a rose when they went into the restaurant, and they would all just like go on a group date together. Like oh, all wow. these guys with one. I don't know if I can handle that, guys. <laughs> yeah. You got a first That's impression nice. rose, and then you got. Maybe a... if it gets down to two. Yeah. Do a two-on-one. Yeah. That is so funny. I love it. Well, stay. I think stay tuned. We have big things coming. Yes. And hopefully it goes good. Thank you guys so much for being <laughs> Thank on. Thank you for being on. I really <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. This was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page at Table for Two Pod. Bye.